So, next morning, uh, good night's sleep. <laughs> That's good. Not being woken up by children is amazing. I should uh, recommend that to everyone. Um, right, so I'm now heading into the centre of town to try and get to my next gig, which is the same gig I did yesterday first, Whistle Binkies, the Camden Comedy Showcase. And, uh, yeah, it was really good yesterday. I don't know um, kind of how it's going to work today. It's a weekend now. It's Saturday. So ho- hopefully there'll be more people around. I don't know. But we'll see. I've uh, got quite a few gigs planned today. I've got four uh, lined up. So that's good. And I've been thinking about what what I can do differently. Not in terms of the, how to do the set differently, but what other material I've got that would work. Because... I'm quite enjoying doing the, the music one, but I'd love to be able to do some other stuff as well and not have to do that. Um, I, don't think, I don't think I will. I'll probably end up doing the same set four times today, which is not a bad thing. But I can see how if you're here for longer than two days, then you would be able to do a lot more stuff, a lot more different types of material, different types of gigs. I, I saw a couple of shows last night, stand-up shows, late and live last night and there was another show I saw before that which was just a a compilation show with five comedians on and just the different kind of atmosphere you get at night it's just really interesting and I'd like to be able to do it but I'm not sure that the material I've got would work but hey I should probably try it and see what happens this is my bus so I'm going to stop talking I'm going to get on this bus Right, just found a, a little side street off the bottom of Cannon Gate, which is the bottom end of the Royal Mile, and uh, it's nice and quiet here. Oh, it's nice, it's a lovely day, it's been a brilliant couple of days here in terms of the weather, it's been fantastic. Uh, a little bit of rain yesterday, but not an awful lot. Uh, the thing is, I suppose good weather stops people going inside, doesn't it? A little bit. Uh, so I've done two gigs today. And it's now three o'clock and I'm just waiting to go in for the next one. Been a little bit mixed today. The first gig was um, Whistle Binkies again, the Camden Comedy uh, Showcase, which was nice. And I opened that, that was good. Uh, did really well yesterday. Today it was still good, but it was, wasn't as full. So it wasn't quite as, uh, there wasn't quite as much laughter, I guess. But it's still a good gig, that was good. And then I went down to do the Sportsters Bar Comedy Shorts. And that one was hard work. <laughs> Again, I opened. I think uh, Tom, who runs the gig, he liked what I did yesterday. And so this time, instead of putting me on last, he put me on first. And it was fine. It was okay. They were laughing, but it just wasn't... They weren't really warmed up. Um, everyone that went on after me didn't have a particularly good gig either. So, you know... I guess that happens. I wonder if it's maybe to do with how much alcohol people have had. Don't know. Still early for a comedy gig, isn't it? You know, if you were doing this in London, you wouldn't dream, really, of doing a gig midday or two o'clock, would you? No. Comedy seems to be more of an evening pursuit. Anyway, the next one is uh, Pear-Shaped. Pear-Shaped Afternoons with Brian, Damage and Crystal hosting it and they've run a gig in London for a long time called Pear Shaped which they pride themselves in 
doing all kinds of manner of weird stuff and letting anyone do whatever they want. On their website it says they've been going for a long time and never miss a show. So they're really dedicated, really good. I'm looking forward to meeting them. And hopefully I'll do the gig when I get back to London as well. Uh, I've got five minutes on this one, which I'm debating whether to not do my my sound stuff. Because I know that the sound stuff works now. I think what I'll do is I've, I've got I've written down on my hand just a few kind of titles of things that I I could do. So I've got my Pratt joke, my Yorkshire stuff, work, my new TV and Netflix. So I've got those to draw from. Uh, but I'll have a look at what the audience is like, and if they're um, if they look like they'll go for sound, if they're lively, which I think Brian and Crystal. From what I've seen in videos, they seem to be very good hosts, so they should get people lively and, and cheering and, and enjoying it. So we'll see, we'll see. I think I'll just play it by ear. It'd be nice to do something different. Uh, I just don't have any brand new material to try out, but I, I've got some old stuff that I could do. We'll see, we'll really see. Uh, this feels a bit contemplative, doesn't it, at the moment, but uh, it's just a, not a lull. But after two gigs that haven't gone as well as the gigs I did yesterday, it's, it just makes you stop and reassess, doesn't it? Right, so uh, I think I ought to probably go inside and see if they're here. Catch up with you in a bit. Wow, that was my best gig so far. <laughs> In a kind of strange way, it's my best gig. Uh, my audio didn't work, so I had to hold the laptop up to the top of the microphone and kind of peer around it. And then I ended up running out of time because at the beginning I did a joke and Brian actually spoke over me. So he missed my punchline. Uh, he apologised and said, let's do it again. And I think they must have started the clock already because I run out with time without a minute to go in my set. And it comes out slightly over five minutes, but not that much over five minutes. Um, I've got to play it for you because it's funny. One more time for your host, Brian Damage. Yeah. Seriously, he's one of the most intelligent people I know. And I know this is one of the most intelligent people I know. Sorry, just that. Just that. Just that. Just that. Just that. So I spent a lot of that gig just apologising for not being very slick. And <laughs> the ending was hilarious as well, because I'd run out of time. Uh, I did this. Then he starts sounding like Justin Timberlake and turned into a robot. That's a bit weird. His life is just like. Is that, is that it? Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do my best one. Um, um, I'll just do the end bit. Anyway, 
Uh, that brings us right back to the beginning of the song, doesn't it? I'm normally a bit slicker than this, I have to say, okay? Now that's not the last track. It Tell is. you what, I'm off! I'm had enough! Yes, thank you very much! So in equal measures it was best and worst gig, <laughs> a lot of fun. Brian and Crystal are brilliant, they're really good MCs. Uh, the audience were quite old so I didn't know they'd really go for my stuff. Uh, but they did, they laughed along, it was good, it was good. It was like, yeah, it wasn't my most polished performance but, you know, I think, I think it was funny. And that's what it's about, isn't it? Even if it doesn't work how you plan it to work, it was, it was fun. Right now, I'm down on the grass market, uh, standing near the titter truck, and that's my next gig. Uh, so I've got 25 minutes, I just bought some more water because you get through it quite quickly here. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to just try and relax. I'm actually going to ask an audience member their name and try and address a few of the, the lines directly to that person and see if that works. It should be quite interesting, and hopefully that will, that will make it even more intimate. I'm also going to try and remember to do a selfie as well because I think that's quite a fun thing to do, which I'll do right at the end. Yeah, that should be good. Hey! And when I first started, I used to do in like, the back of mini clubmans and stuff. Now, in the <laughs> I'm hoping later that the Luton van arrives. That'll be good. That'll be good. How are you all? You all good? Yeah. 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 Lovely day, isn't it? Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. You know, I got here yesterday, and two days, it's been like this. Is it like this all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you locals? Yeah. People think two things about people from Yorkshire. They do. Two things. I think. First of all, three things. They think three things about people. Tea. Any others? Any more? Uh, they think tea. They think we're stingy. And they think we're backwards. Well, it's not true. It's not. I should never have invited my mother. We are not, we are not stingy and we are not backwards. That's quite loud. So that's quite loud. Now we're in the Pleasant Schoolyard. That's why it's so bloody noisy here. Woo! But it's lovely here. It's like really, really nice atmosphere. Everybody's having a lovely time. It's like the last Saturday of the Fringe. People are drinking, but they're not super rowdy. It's just really lovely. This is actually the first time I've been here, this visit. And I usually come here loads because it's such... It is a lovely place. But I've been going to like free Fringe stuff and gigging as well. So I haven't ever gigged here before, so... 
It's been good. I've really enjoyed it. I've done loads of stuff. And uh, you kind of put me onto the Titter Truck, which is a great gig. Um, I've already talked about it loads, but you, you love that gig as well. Oh, yeah. Super fun. Super fun. It's like having your own tiny show at the festival where you're just like, for 10 minutes, it's my gig. People have just come to see me. I mean, they didn't know they were just coming to see me. They just knew they were coming to see a show in the back of a van. But you do feel like you're doing a miniature show, which is really nice. And I actually, I've really enjoyed it. It's been like, it's made me think, oh, I do want to come here and do a show myself. So, Rachel, you are 100. Yay! I am. 100 today. You did 100 gigs. Yes, today I did my 100th gig at 12 o'clock. And um, this is significant because amongst comics it's sort of a thing that you have to do 100 gigs and I said to you when you said that you were considering doing stand-up comedy that if you did do that you would have to do 100 gigs and then I didn't realise I'd be doing it quite so soon but but like because I've been in Edinburgh I've ended up getting there while I've been here which has been brilliant well done achievement hooray that means nothing at all no it doesn't mean anything it literally doesn't mean anything at all can you call yourself a comedian now because you've done that well, I called myself a comedian when I thought that I could get on the stage and be funny. Then I decided that I was going to call myself a comedian, officially. So I've already done it. Cool, and you're funny. Although, if somebody actually asked me, if a comic asked me what I did for a living from the stage, I would not say I was a comedian. <laughs> that nearly happened today, didn't it? We saw a jet... I saw Jen Collier today and she asked me what I did for a living and so I said radio and I was sure she was going to ask you and I was wondering what you'd say. Well I would have said radio as well, I would have said I'm a colleague of his because the thing is that like we don't, we don't do comedy for a living do we? Not yet. No, so and also I just think, I think the worst thing to happen when, when a comic asks someone what they do is to get a sort of meta conversation where someone goes oh I'm a comic as well and then it's just like oh that's just weird doesn't really help so yeah and of course the only reason they're asking is to get into their jokes exactly so it doesn't actually matter what you say no. so yeah well, I... she asked me something more complicated which is what did you want to be when you were younger and I can't honestly I can't remember ever having an aspiration so. that's because you're so young you see oh yeah, yeah yeah one of the things that you've kind of taken from this um, festival is that you've gone you've done loads of gigs for one thing but you, you've done like the one liner show uh, at midday uh, which is not kind of what you do normally so what what have you kind of learned from doing not just that show but this whole festival well from that show I've learned that if you've got an audience expecting a certain type of joke you've got to be doing that sort of type of joke so I started off just breaking up my set into little chunks and it doesn't work terribly well because actually they're, they're expecting wordplay and puns and if you don't have wordplay and puns they're not really thinking about it in the way that they normally would be. So you have to have a set that's wordplay and puns and I didn't have one at the, at the beginning of the week but now I do. And similarly I've done a cabaret show Now I didn't have a cabaret set at the beginning of the week but now I do. And it's been so useful because actually doing the one-liner show has helped me to hone the jokes that I do in my normal set to be tighter because I've been doing it every day so I've been able to test out different versions of my jokes so that they work with the least number of sentences like the most efficient way. Yeah, I'm kind of really jealous of, of everyone 
because I've only been here two days. But I've done seven gigs so far, maybe more tonight, who knows. But it's been it's been great to be able to just do so many gigs. Seven gigs in two days is quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. It would normally take me seven weeks to do seven gigs. So it's, it's, it's amazing. It's like, it's like a little comedy crucible or a, a comedy boot camp where you feel like you're really learning fast, trying out loads of stuff, and it's really, it's really upping my game massively. Like it's, I feel like I'm six months ahead from where I was last week. So, so that's the next question. Where do you go from here? Uh, well, back to London, obviously. Back to London, and then just gig more. But I think I need to seriously think about what I'm going to do here next year and whether I can possibly do a two-hander or something. I mean, ideally, we would do that together if we can. If we can, that would be great. Um, and then just like you know, we've got to get organised about that. If we can do it, we need to decide we're doing it by the end of the year and then put an application in early next year. Or if we can't do that, then I'll have to try and work out who else I might do it with and so on and so forth. But I definitely want to come back and do a proper little run. It'll probably still only be a week to do a show. Well, so you can do whatever you want here. That's the whole point, isn't it? You come up here and do what we've done this year uh, and just do spots, try and get on as many shows as you can, see other people. It's great to just see... I mean, we went to see Eric Lampert, and he's just fantastic. Really good to see, just enjoy their show, and enjoy it as, as a show as what it is, just, just as, a, as a punter, but also be thinking, oh, I see what he's doing there, and try and learn from that. Yeah, and I went to see his show twice, on the basis that I was just interested to know how much of it was written, and how much of it was ad-libbed, and the answer is it's, not, it's really not very ad-libbed at all, even though it looks like it is. Um, it's all rehearsed. That's why it's so good, I guess, is that you've kind of got... But, but he's got this way of delivering it that feels spontaneous, which is one of the things I'm trying to learn how to do better, is to present something which I've been working on for ages, as if I've just thought of it. So that's been really useful, and we've seen some really good stuff. Like, Jenny Collier today was really conversational, just, like, not labouring her delivery of her jokes at all just really natural and that was that was great because it was like oh yeah I need to just do that you know she was really likeable that was the thing her, her jokes were not a million miles away from the sort of things we see other people doing at our level and the things we do but just the the confidence to know what to do and how to do it kind of what we need to, to nail I think yeah and it means that you develop a kind of relationship with people like I feel like I know Jenny Collier now a bit I don't never met her I, I pulled her oh yeah 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 yeah. so right let me tell you okay let me <laughs> just for the record she's taken the recording device out of my hand right let me tell you guys what happened today so we went to see Jenny Collier she does a whole show about um well, it's called Jen Her, and it's got a bit of the end. I'm not going to spoil it, because it may end up in the Soho Theatre. People may want to see it, but there's a bit at the end which requires some audience interaction. And cut a long story short, Lee did manage to pull Jenny Collier. And uh, <laughs> cut this bit. And um, it was really good and very funny. So congratulations. Well, I am counting it as another gig. 
<laughs> like I had been. In fact, that's the other thing that's been interesting this week is um, we've been doing lots of flyering, and and because I've been doing gigs which have been to ten people in the back of a truck, I am treating talking to six people sitting on a pub table as a gig. <laughs> so I was just talking to them while I was flyering and trying to make them laugh. It's been quite fun. Well, I've just noticed that our drinks are empty, and we are celebrating this hundred gigs. <laughs> This arbitrary number of gigs that just sounds mental to people that don't do it. But we should get more drinks, I think. It's only 22.10, so it's really early. Since I think we finished at four-ish yesterday, late and live. Yeah. Yeah. We should get some more drinks. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm honoured. And thanks for having me on the podcast again to talk about it. It's been great. Yeah, whatever. And so that's Edinburgh. That's my trip to Edinburgh. Uh, sorry it was a bit noisy talking to Rachel there, but uh, I, we had to get her on. We really had to get her on this time. And that was the only chance I felt I could do it. So uh, we had a few drinks. We were feeling really good. And uh, and that, that, was, that was Edinburgh for both of us. Love this place. It's so, it's so nice here. It's so beautiful. And... <laughs> I mean, the fringe is almost over. It actually finishes properly tomorrow. And then, I don't even know what this place is like without it. I've no, I don't think I've been here... No, I maybe have been here once uh, for half a day when it's not been on, but it's so amazing. It's so extraordinary, so different to normal, everyday life that it's something I want to try and do every year, if possible. I know Rachel and I were talking there about coming up next year, trying to do a week, do a, a split show between the two of us, and that'd be that'd be amazing. I'm not sure I'm ready for it. I'm not sure whether I could do it in terms of the time off from work and time off from the family. But it's definitely the the area to go into. It's where I want to head. So I think. It always seems like the moral of this, <laughs> if there was a moral, um, if there was a moral to this um, podcast, it's usually, so I need to write more material. <laughs> it's usually what I end up saying. Um, but it's true, I mean, I need to do more stuff. And if I'd been here, like I said earlier, if I'd been here more than two days, I'd need to do different material. Oh. So my favourite gig? I don't know. Um... I loved the pear-shaped gig because it just literally did go pear-shaped and that's brilliant. It was a lot of fun. Um, I also really enjoyed the titter truck yesterday, the second time I did it, which was full and there was a lot more interaction with the audience. It was That was good. That was really nice. Uh, in fact, all of the gigs were good because the, the first gig I did each day, the Camden Comedy Showcase one, that was fantastic as well because it was just a really nice start to the day. And then the sports bar one, I had a good one, and I had a not-so-good one. But not because of me, because of the audience. So you do different gigs and, well, you take what you can, don't you? Yeah. So write more stuff, that's what I need to do. 
I'm waiting by the side of quite a busy road for a Sunday morning, hoping a bus comes. There's supposed to be one along a minute ago, and it's not come, so hopefully it will. If it doesn't, I'm going to have to jump in a taxi and head to the airport. Say goodbye to Edinburgh. <laughs> I'll be back, though. I will. I'll be back. What's Scottish for goodbye?